two, one. Hello and welcome back to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. Jesse here, going at it alone today. Um, before we begin, you know, I just want to mention that our first game against Ottawa, the Between the Whistles podcast, hasn't been uploaded because the file was lost, unfortunately. We'll be adding that on to our long-format podcast this coming Sunday. So today it's Saturday. We'll be adding it in tomorrow, so you'll get that review Monday. Um, jumping into this game, you know, we have a 1-1 tie after the first period. Jeff Petrie with the nice power play goal. Um... You know, not much else to say about this period other than we need to kind of step it up a little. We're looking a little bit slow still and a little bit uh, like we did on Thursday. But, you know, I'll take a tie going in and at least we got the offense going. I actually wanted to read a uh, message we got from a listener. Matthew Rankin says, This is arguably the most important game of our season to date. This will set the tone for who we are. Are we the team that downplays to the opponents and makes Matt Murray look like Patrick Waugh? Or are we the good team that can have a killer instinct? To address that, I think um, I I would agree this is an important game for the Canadians, uh, especially a bounce-back game from a bad loss. Um, Yeah, I I think this team is a resilient team and a strong team, and I think they're going to show that today. Um, I also think that, no, this team won't play down to the opponents, even though that seems to be a bit of a trend with one game sample. I think it shows, you know, playing against the other teams, the Torontos, the Calgarys, the uh, Vancouver's and Edmonton's, that we play our game and we win those games. So I think that's the biggest issue is when we start playing our rush offense, not our cycle offense that teams force us into, that's when we'll start to see a proper uh, Canadians hockey, if you will. Um, other than that, you know, I, I, there's not much that I can say about this period. We saw a few good plays here and there. Uh, Kotkaniemi looks like he's itching to score. He's just playing great. Um, I'd love to see, you know, a big scoring period, but, uh, you know, if history serves with Ottawa, even though it's a one-game sample, the Canadians may have a hard time getting past Matt Murray, unfortunately. But I'm, I'm quite confident in their ability to win. It's also nice to see them sticking with the plan, giving Allen the start. You know, it's giving Carey Price rest, and uh, there's no panic in the Canadian system, clearly. So that about sums up the first period. We'll catch you guys in the second. And we're back. Um, not a great period, honestly. Um, I, I'm not going to have too much to say. I, I think this team really needs to wake up. Uh... They don't look like they want to win. They're getting outplayed. We're wildly, you know, uh, undisciplined. And I just think this team, like, if we want to win, we need to win these gimme games against Ottawa. Uh, I'm going to really take this period to just focus on uh, something else entirely. Uh, It is, in fact, Saturday, which means a local Montreal restaurant will be highlighted. Um... So this week we chose Uniburger. It is a Montreal-based, as you could assume, hamburger place. Um, you know, this is kind of like your, you know, upscale fast food. Personally, I gave it a seven and a half on ten. And for those listening, Rob will be giving his rating. He's just not eating it with me. He's eating it later, and you're gonna hear it on tomorrow's podcast. Um, I give it a seven and a half on ten because um, while it's still a very, very good burger. Um, you know, I found the bun 
was a little bit soggy from the grease of the hamburger. It was a very greasy meal. That was the main thing. Um, if that's what you're looking for, then it's right up your alley because this was, you know, I had uh, the double hamburger, which is uh, with, you know, everything on it. So two patties and all the, uh, uh, you know, um, things that come with it, your standard lettuce, tomato, onion, etc. Um, and I also had their classic uh, uni burger sauce, which I actually really did like because it wasn't very overpowering. Um, it complemented the burger really well. And their fries were actually some of the better french fries that I've had recently. Uh, I think they seemed like double fried. And uh, while they were greasy, which is kind of like where they lost a lot of points, the, you know, the flavor was good, the texture was good, and you got a good amount of food for your order. So highly recommend Uniburger, 7.5 on 10, that's still a great score. Um, if, you know, if the, you're looking for that kind of food, then I'm sure the number would go even higher because, you know, sometimes uh, maybe a Sunday morning after a uh, hard night of partying, you just want that greasy food in your stomach. That's exactly what you're looking for. So before, you know, we head back into the uh, third period here, I just want to say that Paul Byron had a quote from practice saying, uh, good teams don't lose twice in a row. Uh, I want to see if, you know, the leadership comes through here, and we'll talk about that after, but I think it's a bold statement, but I think he's in a place to make a bold statement because this is a bold team, and if we want to be a team that goes all the way this year, a little bit of boldness is required, so we'll catch you guys after the game. Uh, hopefully we have more to talk about, but uh, here we go. And there we have it. So Montreal wins 2-1. to one. We have a goal from Anderson, assists from Suzuki and Druin, who else? I just want to mention how nobody is mentioning Suzuki being a point-per-game player in the NHL. Uh, 12 points in 12 games with three goals, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's incredible to see such a young man have so much talent. Um, I also wanted to just mention, because I forgot to earlier, uh, Romanov getting physical like that is so nice to see that he has the confidence, and I think he's really edged out Victor Mete. Um, we'll make a whole long thing about it, but I think he's earned his spot. You know, if you want to rest him every once in a while, maybe give Kale Fleury some reps. Don't, don't start, you know, breaking up the chemistry. Um, I, I just think that, you know, Suzuki, Romanov, Kotkaniemi, you know, Caulfield's having a great game, uh, in, in NCAA. Like, these guys are the future. Primo, too. You just gotta lean into it. Don't start trying to have, uh, patchwork like Mete. But yeah, so um, side note here, with that goal, the Montreal Canadiens now have the two top goal scorers in the NHL, Toffoli being first and Anderson being second. Uh, we had a little bit of an injury scare there with Evans, looked very similar to the Armia hit. Uh, Jake Allen was a 9-7-1 on the night, so that's another great performance from him. That trade is just paying dividends over and over. I mean, all all Vane's moves seems to be paying off dividends like crazy. Um, I do want to talk about a few things here. Uh, like I said, Anderson scoring, very good. That whole line, Suzuki, Anderson, Druin, is unreal, um, you know, by the metrics and just by watching. Uh, I just want to say, though, Suzuki had a great game, just phenomenal, and I really need Sherratt to take it easy on these last-minute penalties. Getting two in the last, you know, two minutes of the game, basically, that's something we can't afford. Um... You know, I'll take this win, but if I'm the Canadians, you know, this this was supposed to be a, a redemption game, a little bit of a punching down playing Ottawa in general. So while I'm not crazy excited about them, you know, 
winning two to one, I still will take it. You know, I think that puts us up into first place in the North Division again. We're a top three team in the league, pretty sure. And, you know, they still played well enough to win. I think Allen bailed us out a lot. But, you know, overall, um, we need to be better. Uh, we're going to have a little time off coming up in the next few weeks. So maybe that'll let us kind of catch our breath a bit. But uh, we can't have these neutral zone, boring games, and then penalties. And, and you know, we, we really need to get back to that aggressive uh attack formation I need to see a little bit more from certain guys you know Dano I need a little bit more Tatar I need a little bit more um I like the fourth line how they're playing I I hope that you know Armia gets back soon and that line can kind of pick it up just a little five on five because I think you know Kotkaniemi and Toffoli were rolling um other than that you know I I, I have to just say like they played well enough to win, but not a strong game. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, um, Byron said good teams don't lose two games in a row, and they didn't. So we'll take it for what it is. Um, you know, I got another message in from our listener, Matthew, saying that he counts this as a loss. I think that's a little harsh, but uh, I understand where he's coming from. I think that a close game with a team like Ottawa needs to be looked at, you know, through the lens of we got away with that, not we won. So, uh, you know, we'll have our long format podcast for next week, uh, recorded tomorrow, uh, before the Super Bowl, and we will be posting that on Monday. So forget we're also going to be having our between the whistles from the first Ottawa game, spoiler alert, the one we lost, uh, as a part of that long format podcast due to the file being lost. And uh, let us know what you think. You know, please you know, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from anyone who's listening. We may even have some giveaways if we start getting a little bit more uh, fan interactions. So, you know, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time.